Let's get to this morning's person, a Teacher's Day special, in which we're going to look at the term flipped learning. It's, as the name implies, an idea of turning the traditional classroom approach on its head and has been getting a lot of attention here in Korea as a topic of discussion. Let's invite Mr. John Bergman, a teacher himself, the founder and chief academic officer of Flipped Learning. Thank you very much for being this morning's person. Hey, it's awesome to be on the show. Thanks for uh, having me. Well, great to have you here. Uh, And you started these flipped classes back in 2007, a decade ago. And uh, where has that time gone? Uh, You were teaching chemistry at a high school in Colorado. How did your experience as a teacher lead you to see the need for these classrooms, this new approach? Well, it's kind of an interesting story. The reality was we kind of stumbled on it by accident. We were started recording our lessons for our kids who missed class, and then uh, the curriculum director noticed that we were doing, and she said, I love what you're doing. And she said, reflecting, she said, my daughter's attending a local university, and one of her professors records his lectures, and my daughter loves it. She loves it because she doesn't have to go to class anymore. That was the moment 11 years ago where we said, wait a second, what's the value of class time if all you got to do is you know, sit in your pajamas and not go to class. So we said, what if? And that's where we thought, what if we turned learning on its head and then the idea of the flipped classroom came. Can we just define a little bit closer, as you would say it, uh, what a flipped classroom environment would would be then? What are the parameters of that? Absolutely. We were recording our lectures using some screen capture software and so we recorded that. So in a flipped classroom, what a teacher does is the, the lecture piece happens on these short micro videos that the teacher records for their students, and they watch that at home. So the lecture doesn't happen in the class, but then what used to be done as homework is done in the class. And, of course, the benefit there is that the teacher's there to help when the kid gets stuck with their stuff, right? I was a chemistry teacher, and my kids went home and said, I don't know what the heck I'm supposed to do with this chemistry. I watched the guy do it on the board, but I don't know what to do. But now, of course, he's stuck, and who's sitting there? Me, his teacher. What about if they, you know, are not paying attention or don't take advantage of this? It, it seems to place a fair bit of a responsibility on the students. Well, yeah, yes and no. What we found, actually, is the kids, and not just us, in our classrooms, there are now hundreds of thousands of teachers flipping their classrooms around the world, and they're finding the kids are actually watching them. I think one of the reasons we kids don't do homework is because when they go home, they can't. They don't have anyone there to help. Now, it does put some ownership on the students, obviously, but you know the way we handle that is if the kids didn't watch the video, we tracked it, is that they had to watch it in class. And then, of course, they, their friends, meanwhile, were getting help on the hard problems, and they, you know, they're in a traditional class now. They've got to do the hard stuff in class. I mean, they have to do the hard stuff at home. And they quickly realized that was silly because they could have actually gotten help from their teacher and not take the hard stuff home. So it really has solved itself. But spending less time in a school environment, does it affect other reasons for going to school, like the social skills, the, the other forms of discipline? That I mean, in other words, sitting at home in your pyjamas, whilst uh, to many of us in the working world that sounds great, you, you presumably want to go through your formation as a character first before you indulge too much. Well, I'm not saying anything about uh, diminishing the value of class time. What actually happens in a flipped learning environment is that students have more quality interaction in class with their teacher, more quality interaction with their peers 
and it makes the classroom time much, much, much more valuable. Yes. Um, meaningful, etc. So that's that's the whole focus. A lot of people think the flip classroom is about these videos. It's not. It's about the active and engaging things that happen in the classroom because they've gotten an introduction to the material that they're going to cover and do what do something with in the class. Yeah, I, I I just wanted to make sure that we address that issue of some criticism that might uh, point to this as being a, a route to laziness or somehow skimping for educational bodies as well as students themselves. Uh, you actually visited Korea yourself a couple of years ago to speak about flipped learning. What was your impression then? Well, I think what I'm seeing in Korea is just a huge uh, interest and uptake of flipped learning in Korea. Um, I, I know that one of my books was like the number one education bestseller in Korea. So clearly there's a lot of interest in Korean um, uh, uh, educational circles for flipped learning. I've been there three or four times, uh, uh, visiting schools, meeting people. Clearly it's a huge movement in Korea right now. Yeah, and I, I've seen it through my own kids. What often happens is that they'll... Go, do their daytime classes and then they will go to an after-school program to try to better understand the things that they're either not paying attention to in school or or not fully able to grasp. Uh, so yeah. does your approach lead to a better work-life balance for these kids too, do you think? Absolutely. In fact, I was visiting a school in Busan and while I was there, I, I chatted with some students and one student told me, he said, you know, I really love this model because my friends don't have to go to the Hogwans anymore yeah. because this has been so effective for us that, uh, you know, the after-school, uh, current school is not necessary. And so, you know, one of my hopes for, I know that the, the school life home balance in Korea is often really out of whack. That was my experience. Again, that's my you know, outside observer's um, Perception and one of my hopes for Korea and actually parts of Asia, I've done lots of work all over Asia, similar kind of a thing going on there, is that, that flipped classrooms is actually solving a lot of those problems. Uh, it, it's, the studies are now out. This is flip learning works. It's more effective and it's a better use of time and students are learning um, and they can still get the high scores that I know is so demanded in the Korean culture. So without all the extra cram school stuff. We've also got to convince parents, don't we? Because it is so competitive and they they don't want to take chances. They don't want to necessarily be their child to be the one that's uh, part of an experiment that may or may not succeed. But you, I mean, I know you're saying there's already been positive signs there, but what would your message be to parents listening to this with a degree of trepidation? Yeah, flood learning works. Um, one of I. In my organization now, we've got a group of research fellows, and one of the research fellows, Dr. Kuo Jin from uh, Taipei University, um, he said, you know, we need to start arguing about whether flip learning works, and let's ask questions, how can we make it better? So there's there's no question flip learning works when done well and with efficacy. That's important. There are people who, you know, just hear kind of the model, you know, on a short show like this and think they can get it. There's some, a lot of sort of nuances that make it better. Um, and make it effective. And so it's important that, that, that teachers get well-trained on how to flip well. But once they know that, um, it's, it's highly, highly effective. Uh, I mean, the research is just clear. I can't, you know, say enough. I mean, I, I, I was in a school, and i just give you one case study, yeah. a, a large study in uh, the U.K., and they, they, I don't know, 18 schools, I, I, something like that, maybe, you know, somewhere in that range. And they saw, like, uh, a 13% increase in their test scores. Um, what, what would what so, would a typical day look like for, 
for students and teachers then? Um, if, if you could just give us a brief overview. Yeah, so well, let's start at home. At home, they would watch a short micro video for a particular class. Like in the, the morning? Gonna, uh, well, or no, no, they could happen the night before. Okay. The night before. So they're preparing whenever they have time for their homework. So um, it could take the place of the cram school, say, in Korea. And it, they're going to watch a 15-minute video, max, absolute max. Depending on how old they are, younger students would watch a shorter one. If they're going to watch a, let's say, 10 minutes, more average, 10-minute video, they're going to watch that and take notes on it. Maybe it takes them 15 minutes. 15 minutes. They're not three hours of homework. But is that 15 minutes class. per subject, or would it vary, I guess, you break it up per subject per day? It depends on, you know, it, there are whole schools that have flipped, and even then you're probably talking a maximum of three videos in a week per class. Okay. But, you know, you're not going to do this, you know, if it's an English class or a literature class, so I say, if it's a literature class, then they, you're going to send them how to read books and things like that. So you're not going to get the video every night. Um, what you have, I think the question you're leading to is the question is if every teacher flipped, they'd all be watching videos and uh, be forever. But the reality is the number of hours of homework will be less. I just finished another book and I've done homework and flipped and we surveyed kids all over the world and flipped takes them a lot less time. Other flipped classes. So, um, so yeah. So to get back to your question, so, They've watched this short micro video, they come to class, and then what's going to happen in the class, well, it depends on the class. In science class, maybe they're going to do an experiment. In a, in a literature class, they're going to have a discussion about the, the piece of literature, or they're going to practice writing. Or like in my chemistry class, they might be practicing solving problems. In math class, they might be doing some problems. And actually, physical education teachers are even flipping. They'll have more time to actually physically move their body. But potentially, they'll be just that bit more engaged. It's really interesting. Uh, and thank you for for going into that for us on Teachers' Day. Food for thought, not just for the teachers themselves, but for their bosses, for the schools. We're out of time, but let me once again yeah, yeah. say to everyone, happy Teachers' Day, including to yourself, John Bergman of Flip Learning. Yeah, yeah. All right, have a great day. Thank and, you very much. Uh, stay with us here on TBS EFM, Careerscape, and your news headlines coming back this morning continues tomorrow at 7.05.